Welcome to Millennial Money Minutes, where we tackle tough personal finance topics in five minutes or less. With your host, Grant from MillennialMoney.com and Matt from DistilledDollar.com. Hi, everyone. Welcome. Today, we're going to talk about what to do with $1,000. Grant and I get this question a lot from people saying, you know, I've got an extra couple thousand dollars coming in through a bonus or a tax refund. You know, what should we do with that money? So Grant, uh, when someone asks you that question, what's your response? Uh, I always recommend first and foremost to save it uh, in some form, but then you know it's kind of a huge question. And you know the second question I always ask is is you know what are you currently doing, right? So a lot of people, when you ask that question, you find out that you know they aren't maxing out their four hundred one k, right? It, you know con- to contribute, it's pretty challenging to contribute over $18,000, you know, to your 401k every year. And so I typically recommend get in your 401k tax deferred um, and try to max out your 401k. If they've already done that, then I ask, you know, have they, do they have a Roth IRA um, and have they contributed up to the maximum uh, $5,500 in that? And if they've done that and they've maxed out kind of their tax deferred accounts, uh, another question I ask is, where did that $1,000 come from? And oftentimes I hear things like, oh, you know, I got it, you know, renting my place on Airbnb um, or, you know, uh, babysitting in some cases. And then in that case, because you got it as side income, I often recommend opening up an SEP IRA. So if you get any side income, you can open up a, a separate retirement account um, just for that side income and take the tax deduction on uh, up to 25% of it. So I'll recommend that. And then the final thing, if, 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 it, if it's from their job, if it's a bonus or, or even a tax refund, uh, you know, I recommend that they open up a taxable account and put it into an index fund. So having a taxable account uh, in an index fund, because there's, there's hardly any churn, like there's no really buying and selling in an index fund, um, you know, in any taxable account, you're going to get a tax bill at the end of the year based on the activity in that account. And so, you know, putting it in an index fund, your tax bill is, is, is literally almost nothing at the end of the year. Um, and it's able to grow and compound uh, over time. Definitely. What about you, Matt? Yeah, I like the index fund idea, too, because it's simple, it's effective, and it lets you get back to making that next $1,000, right? So um, for me, the question, I think it's sort of like, yeah, it's sort of like, what do I do with this? Well, then, you know, you, that question opens up a lot of other questions. And like you said, you need to get the holistic picture. Um, so once I figured out what they did with that last $1,000, I would dive in, too, just to confirm that, you know, they don't have any credit card debts, uh, any high interest student loans or uh, you know, if they could refinance on their mortgage, you know, find some other opportunities there. And same thing, I would recommend that they would save it, but really what that means is just invest it. Um, so yeah, I, w- I would recommend going through, you know, taxable accounts and then after that, open up an index fund. And I, I know we were talking about this before, but you know, if, if they're not that excited about an index fund, I, st- I think it's an okay idea to pick, you know, a couple stocks that they really like. And maybe that'll get them excited about investing and they'll start learning more about investing. And that might be something that will, you know, might not be a high ROI today, but, you know, over time, just kind of picking through things might help. Um, but I think the most easy, the most effective uh, answer is putting it really into an index fund and get back to work. Yeah, I mean, I think and just just saving it in some fashion, you know, even at the bare minimum, if you don't invest it, just save it, you know, put it somewhere that you really can't get at it. You know, I know one person um, who 
had such an online sort of uh, spending problem that literally when they'd get a bonus, they'd take it out all in cash and just keep the cash uh, and then not spend it, right? It literally like made the money tangible for them. I know that's kind of an extreme uh, example, but at the end of the day, I think really one of the keys to building wealth is to try to maintain your standard and quality of life um, no matter how much money you're making, right? So then every bonus that you get, it might be $1,000 this year, but maybe next year it's $3,000. And if you keep saving that money, it's really those bonuses and those extra $1,000 that add up and compound over time that are really going to make the huge difference uh, in, yeah, in, in building point. your wealth. It's almost like curbing lifestyle inflation there a little bit by focusing on keeping the, the variable pay right into investments. Um, yeah, another thing too is, you know, if you if you do get $1,000 from, say, a tax refund, um, and there's a couple of big purchases that you wanna make, I would say, you know, if you, let's say you wanted to buy a brand new TV for $1,000, if you're gonna do that with that money, I would then encourage you, you know, let's say you buy the TV for 1,000, then try to save up an extra 500 or something to invest. So this way, you know, that one time cash inflow is not just solely for purchases. If you are making that purchase, split it up, try to save up and invest so you got something else going on at the same time. So hope this was helpful and we'll chat with you soon. Thanks for listening to Millennial Money Minutes. If you liked this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes and subscribe. If you want us to cover a specific topic, use hashtag Millennial Money on Twitter or visit millennialmoneyminutes.com.